1: Uh, what's going on everybody welcome to episode 313 of flow wrestling radio live i'm your host christian piles joined as always by my mainest man willie sailor to my right repping team perry the wrestling nomad to my left representing aaron Rodgers. Top three quarterback in the NFL these days. Just got himself paid. <laughs> Richest man in NFL history. Richest man in NFL history. A, a deserved contract. Um, and it's the three one three episode, so this is the 8-mile episode, as I believe... Who pointed that out? Kyle Brackey?
0: I did, but someone else had mentioned it on Twitter uh, a couple episodes ago. Like a while
2: ago. Yeah, they saw yeah. it coming.
1: <laughs> I, I like the Nomads holding the mic stand. Well, I just <laughs> want to make or, sure
2: early in the episode that people get a look at the...
1: Yeah, Team, team Perry. Perry so he's got a Team Perry shirt on. Um, obviously, if you, I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard, hopefully, you've heard because the wrestling community has been doing all they can to get the word out. Rich Perry was involved in a horrible accident at the USA Wrestling team, national team camp, uh, I guess a world team camp. And basically, if, if you follow the GoFundMe, the, um, the lady that organized it has been given some good updates, um, but the the long and short of it suffered a broken orbital bone an impaled eye at the at the training camp was um, had some issues with the bone in the brain there's swelling in the brain he was unconscious he had to be medevac to a, a local hospital he's got a young family three kids like a 2 month old baby and so he's going to be in California, according to this, the next three to six months recovering. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long road back for Rich. If you don't know, Richard Perry's accolades wrestled at Bloomsburg, uh, has made the national team, um, made it this year, um, beat Downey at Final X Lehigh to earn that spot. But more than anything, and, and the consistent theme about Rich Perry is awesome, awesome dude. Uh, you cannot find someone that can say a bad thing about Rich Perry and that doesn't truly appreciate him for who he is as a person, and and for something like this to happen to a guy like Rich is is truly um, you know it, it, it's tragic. And but but what's been so cool is is the response from the wrestling community. You know, I I got to work yesterday, and the GoFundMe was at twelve thousand, and I looked this morning and it's up to seventy two thousand, in. in basically a day and, and that's you know the the expense that's going to be involved with not just helping rich get back but the expense of you know his family is going to be traveling coast to coast literally for for months on end so i, I just uh, um obviously an emotional thing anytime someone in our community <sighs> suffers some something like this but the silver lining is is how the wrestling community has shown time and ca- time again how they can come together to help out one of our own and, and we've certainly seen that with rich
2: i uh i really implore everyone to if you haven't already contribute whatever you can to the gofundme a dollar five dollars ten whatever you can if 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 uh you're part of a team or a club that that maybe can can scrape some funds together and and contribute kind of in one big bunch um as christian mentioned uh bo maya and zeke um i mean zeke was just born this year and to to not be able to 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 wrestle and earn and earn a living, um, and his wife's probably going to have to take off work. So, um, although a, a good bit of money has been raised, um, even more can certainly uh, do good. So,
1: you know, and as I mentioned, the giving right now, seventy-two thousand seven hundred forty-three dollars, raised by a thousand and sixty-eight people. That's an average donation of of sixty-eight bucks. So, it, if it's five bucks, yeah. I mean, I'll, if a lot of people are giving, like they continue to give it's been adding up this is not a lot of five thousand dollar donations it's a lot of 50 100 bucks um and uh that certainly goes a long way so thoughts and prayers to the perry family jordan burroughs had a really cool check out jordan burroughs social media he had a cool message he's real close with rich he's going to be his training partner for budapest and uh had a lot of great things that's a close relationship there for jordan so tough stuff but at the same time, as I mentioned, some some cool stuff going on as well to to support him, and we will keep you posted as best we can. Although, really, the way we're keeping posted is just following this GoFundMe. There were yep. three updates yesterday alone. One including mentioning that Richard was was standing, and oh, uh, smiled yesterday. So, um, good stuff. But definitely a roller coaster of emotions there. So, uh, I don't know if there's anything else to say on the Perry thing other than we'll we'll keep you posted and we want to do whatever we can to, to help yep
3: all time I mean guy's an all time great guy right everybody loves him and he's doing he's at training camp just doing his thing and unfortunate accident and uh it makes you proud as a wrestling person that people come together and have donated as much as they have and um just thoughts thoughts and prayers with with Richard Perry and his family
1: for sure so Penn State lineup uh, gonna, gonna look different you know we've been alluding to the bow nickel weight change for a little while now but as as things go nothing's official <laughs> till it's official and now we can start to feel like okay this is this is definitely happening and, and and I thought that it was and now he's listed as a 97 on the Penn State roster Shakur Rashid listed as an 84 and uh, Anthony Kassar listed at 285. So Penn State going to look different this year, not just at those weights, but, you know, they're going to look very different, 25 and 33 as well, and 49. So now, even though they have a ton of firepower coming back, it's going to be some new guys at a few weights, and it's going to be some proven guys at different weights. So I think let's just take a kind of a weight-by-weight, weight, what's the impact there. So I think you, you look at 184. it. Yeah, now that you mention it, that's at least
3: half the lineup different.
1: Yeah, different yeah. weight or a different person altogether. So something to be said for that. I don't know what. I don't think it's I don't think it's a that huge of a deal, but you never know. It is different. So at eighty four, Shakur Rashid coming down. I, I think what's what's interesting about this and, and as you look at for the team race perspective, I don't know how many additional team points this actually gives Penn State, if any at all, because I think Shakur Rashid was a legit title contender at, at 197. I think he can go with the Colin Moores. Um, he had beaten some good guys. machiavello has gone. You know, Kyle Connell, maybe going to be the number one ranked guy. I, I think that's a potential title contender, right? And now he's going to go down to 84, where maybe it's less less or so, especially, I mean, if Zahid comes up, forget it, right? Um, but even Miles Martin, I think it's going to be a really tough match for yeah. Shakur Rashid. And then that's not even considering some other guys that are going to be in the mix at 84. So I think it could be for 184 point production. I think he's a high AA, and maybe that's all he was at 97 as well. High AA potential guy. Um, so maybe it's negligible, but may- I do think it takes us a little bit of his upside away. Yeah,
3: I mean, he was seventh last year, right? So, um, you had you had a champ at eighty four and and a seventh at one ninety seven. Um, you could pr- you could probably flip flop them and say okay, about equal points, but mm-hmm. the difference being at ninety seven, Shakur had like finalist potential. I don't know if he has that at yeah. eighty
2: four.
1: And I'll be uh, I'll be really interested to. Do the eighty four tiers? I was just thinking that. I was thinking, man, if, if I had been thinking ahead, I would have just said, hey, why don't we do eighty four today? But it's fine. Um, we we'll ha- we always have next Tuesday. Yeah. Uh,
2: so so it's plenty time till the season starts. Yeah,
1: it's only it's it's still August confirmed. So now, Christian. Yeah.
2: Um, looking at looking at two eighty
3: five. You know, wh- when we talk about when we talk about two eighty five and Neville's and Kassar going up. Um, it's a little, I felt a little presumptuous talking about, uh, the prospective lineup and Neville slash Kassar. Neville's is a two-time AA and probably the number one or number two guy to start, well, number or number three guy to start the year. And now you're talking about putting a slash next to his name with Kassar, who's never, who's never done anything really. Um, is that... Is, are, are we disrespecting Neville's a little bit by doing
1: that? No, not at all. I don't think it's disrespectful. I mean, he's going up for a reason, right? I don't think he'd be going mm-hmm. up. I mean, certainly he can't beat out Bo Nickel, so that certainly influences that decision. But uh, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those two guys, and I, I think there's a there's a good chance that that it um, that it is Cassar ultimately. I, I think. His skill set is great to move up to heavyweight class. I think he's going to be really going give guys athletic problems. I think he's going to be adequately sized. We saw him at Final X, um, and I, no, it's not presumptuous at all to, to put him there. I think
3: and I think Neville's uh, purportedly has some injuries. I don't
1: think I don't think that's true at all. No, I, I don't mean, know where that. I don't. I don't. I think he's you've fine. Heard
3: it though right, chirping.
2: Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it as well. But again,
1: he's wrest. No I mean, I've, I was told he's you know been practicing, been wrestling. He's there. So it's going to be a tight race. And poor, you kind of feel for Kasar a little bit because like, man, the guy's so dang good. He beat Colin Moore last year. He's, I mean, these these are the risks you take when you go to Penn State, right? I mean, he knew what he signed up for. I don't think he has like major regrets about going to Penn State because he hasn't broken into a starting lineup yet. Because it's kind of the deal, right? Well, and part of it, he's been injured. He for two
2: years didn't wrestle, makes a junior world team. To, to Willie's point about it being interesting about him not not having done anything, he made a junior world team and then his shoulder fell off, and didn't compete for two years. He had twenty three matches as a redshirt freshman, seventeen matches last year. Didn't even get to go to Big Tens. He's got uh, forty total matches in college and then a handful of you know junior freestyle matches from when he made the the world team. So like, he's a Still a relative unknown, with what he can be. We we think he can be great, and obviously Penn State does everything for a reason.
1: But there's still a lot of unknown with Anthony Cassar. Yeah, t- totally true. Totally true. Great point. Um, but he's gonna be. He's probably gonna find himself in a similar situation, back and forth lineup juggling. He'll get a go. Neville's will get a go. They'll probably both go to the scuffle, and that'll be his chance there. Um, so it- it's cool. Anytime I I love it. I love the lineup stuff. That was a <laughs> that was a really fun wrinkle last year. I mean, you think the Rashid and really at the beginning of the year, of course, I'm a, I'm a big Matt McCutcheon guy. Um, you know, he was he was kind of the starter on paper.
2: And he at never 97 appeared in a duel.
1: Never appeared in a duel. Was never really healthy. Um, he wasn't really the same guy at 97. True. And he probably wasn't. You know, he wasn't as good as those guys. But. It, that was a fun back and forth, Rashid, and then Rashid was kind of behind Kasar, and then Rashid pins his way basically through the scuffle, and kind of doesn't look back. But then Rashid gets then Kasar, hurt. There's a then yeah. they then they have that wrestle off where Rashid gets hurt. Kassar gets the nod against Ohio State and beats Colin Moore, and then it's like, wow, now what do we do?
2: <laughs> I still think yeah. you, you can call me conspiracy or kooky, or whatever. I still think it was decided at the scuffle and. For whatever the rest of the year was, I know it seems odd. Like, why would you decide the scuffle and then keep going back and forth, including have him against the biggest match of the year, have Kasar go. But I don't, for whatever reason, I think it was decided at, at the scuffle. And I'm, I'm with Christian. I think that's going to be the the determiner for Kassar and uh, Did you want to talk about all of the gray shirts well, that I, are confirmed I, now?
1: I actually wanted to talk about um, 97. Okay, we because keep we, going on we that. haven't even discussed that. You know, Bo, Bo Nickel up at 197. Now, I think where the, where this could be good and in, in where the extra points could be coming, if Zahid comes up, I I mean, on the one hand, we saw in 2016, Zahid had his way with Bo Nickel in a freestyle match. Yep. Now, I, I don't know what to make of that, but I'll, I'll like – can say is there's no one as good as Zahid Valencia at 197. And if Zahid's coming up to 84, which is not yet confirmed, um, that that's going to be a tougher go because you got Miles Martin who's beaten him twice. And then you're going to have Zahid Valencia who can certainly beat him and has beaten him before. So in that way, it helps. But then you have Colin Moore uh, back, Kyle Connell back, mm-hmm. uh, Preston Weigel if he can get healthy. But I truly, I, I don't see. Yeah, Darmstadt, of course. Willie Mickles is back. Um, I I think there's gonna be some really fun there's some really fun wrestlers in there for for Bo. And I think there's gonna be some really nice exchanges, but he I think he's a lot better than those guys. And I think he's probably probably looking at another um, undefeated season. The guys lost one match in two years, I believe, and it was the Miles Martin semi at Big Tens. But he's beaten Gabe Dean. He was undefeated last year. Had the most money pin maybe of all time. Um,
2: the the interesting thing last year is um, like when I was doing those hot rankings is average time spent on Matt, So like um, pins and text. Right, you get off the mat quicker. Spent less time on the mat than
1: Zane. I'm pretty sure he had like a, absurd. I think he had an under twenty second pin. Yeah, get a bunch of first grade pins. He had- it was like immediate. It was a it was a home
2: duel. I remember watching. Yeah. And I think the question because I feel like we don't think about Penn State guys as strong because they don't necessarily look the part. I mean, aside from Zane, I guess, they don't necessarily look the part, um, and they supposedly don't cut much weight, but I feel like they're all completely underratedly strong and Bo won't have terrible strength oh, issues at one ninety seven. No, no question. You know? And they all are
1: they're all phone. absolutely functionally how about right.
0: this? Uh, eight pins last year in under a minute, including an 11 second pin. <laughs> 11 seconds. <laughs> Time me.
3: And was that ref- against
0: It was No, it was against Buffalo. Buffalo uh, Brett Perry.
2: Oh, that's right. That was the one where the ref slapped him at and then was like, ah, I called it a little quickly.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And there was also uh, a fall in a minute and nine seconds. Wow. So, I mean, eight pins last year Space- under a minute.
1: Nine pins under 109. Yeah. That's that's. Crazy. Ridiculous. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, these guys are functionally very strong. Ed Ruth, I mean, he's kind of a lanky guy, but obviously extremely powerful. Stupid grip strength. David Taylor, yeah. Size will things. be fine. Size will be no, fine. Size. I think no. Now, do
3: you think? Do you think that Nick will go in ninety-seven? Does does that spell any? What what does that mean for his freestyle? Career?
1: That's what I'm trying to think about. All right, so 86. we're. I was told, yeah, he's at eighty-six. Right, he has to be. Um, yeah. and if you told me he could go 79 again, I, I don't know if this is a move uh, of, I, I don't feel like he's like, man, I need to go up and wait. I've been cutting too much. I think he's just like, oh, maybe he just wants to go up. Um, cause I was told when he was, consi- you know, as he wrestling freestyle and I, someone was like, oh, he might be too small for 86 um which doesn't really make sense if you're going up to 97. So I don't really know how truly big he is, but he's got he has a body that certainly you can mo- move him up and be fine. He's got a good frame. So
3: it's pretty much a wonderland. Um wow. How about <laughs> How about the guys down low Christian? Um with the with the other changes, the other changes. What,
1: um what Gavin RBY
3: Yeah. Um, you, you know what's interesting to me is that I forgot about. I forgot about Jack Davis. I don't know. Maybe maybe they throw Jack Davis out there. It is patently absurd. He's on listed at one twenty five.
2: Oh really? Yes.
0: He's it's a slash. He's one of the slashers. One twenty five, one thirty
2: three. It it's absur- Everything I heard is that he like any struggles that he had were in large part due to to weight cutting. And not, like, actually wrestling-related.
3: You mean at SEM last year? Yes. I gotcha.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine... Yeah, maybe they throw Davis out there in some early duels, but... Now, maybe it was a... I can't can't hypothesize or or imagine he's ever really the guy, someone that's actually considered to, like, man the post. I mean, over Gavin or, or even Teske. I was just extremely surprised when I saw that. I was like, I... And you, they it. took the you know who they took the slash away from Brady oh. Berge. I'm pretty sure Brady Berge was a 49 slash 57. They're like no, nope, no more slash. No, <laughs> you know where to go. Figure it out. We're putting
3: it on the, we're putting it on the uh, website. Remember, no flag. Yeah.
2: Remember when um, uh, Chenzo was a 49 listed as a 49 the year he won 65? Yes,
1: yes. Remembering Miss weighted at the scuffle by 20 pounds, but ballpark 20. Know. remember when he was listed at 49 and he missed weight at 65 um, I don't know if that's <laughs> quite true but it was basically true okay so that's that's Penn State no weights what? listed
2: uh, so I, I looked back to see like Christian he's listed as 49 57 currently looking at the 201718 roster on Penn State's official site and there are no weights listed for anyone last year which obviously doesn't matter but it's just
1: weird oh yeah that is weird okay. Now, another thing I wanted to mention here is is the the whole team race impact, right? So we mentioned kind of like how this was going to influence the the team race for Penn State, but I think this is overall a negative for Iowa. Because if you want to say and basically it kind of all hinges on Jacob Warner. Mm-hmm. So you think about 197, man, we love Jacob Warner. We're almost saying like hey, it's at this weight. As good as he is, maybe he's a title contender, fringe. if the, Now, this eliminates any of that, right? And it's already Well, been eliminates – I mean
3: it might eliminate uh, title contender, but maybe not finalist contender, does it?
1: Well, and it, you also lose an opportunity to outplace Penn State Out, in a way.
3: Outplace them,
1: yeah. So you're, you lose that, and you're already at 84, whether it was Bo Nickel or Shakur Rashid. Cash Wilkie is inferior to both of those guys. So that, you already know it's going to be rough at, at 285. So I think this, in how it impacts Jacob Warner, is overall a negative for Iowa.
2: The other thing it does... I got, Kale's a wizard. Um, the other thing, so now you start looking at seeds, and now you go, okay, well, Warner will probably likely have a guaranteed loss at big tens and he took some other losses last year now maybe that's just because he was a freshman and um you know he, he completely writes the ship and he just has one loss but you stumble you stub your toe once or twice now you're a four or five seed now you go now from finalist four, to yeah. three
1: yeah i mean t- truly a top five seed for jacob Warren would be pretty impressive for a freshman year when I mean, you consider there's a lot of really good i mean uh, we we don't think this weight is especially like good but There's quite, there's, you know, five or six really tough proven guys. I feel like the reason we think it's not good, completely relative
2: term, wrestling fans, we know that all Division I weights are good. um, I don't know that. Is because there is so much variance. Like, Kyle Cannell gets teched by Preston Weigel during the year, and I know Preston was hurt at the end of the year, and then Kyle Cannell gets third and beats Connor Moore twice at NCAA's. Like, there is an insane level of variance in this weight.
3: There is, but that's not the reason. The, it, the weight was bad last year.
1: Yeah. The, you have the variance because of that. Yeah. There's no variance at 149. Zane, Zane just wins, right? Spoiler, there's not a lot of variance at 74 coming up. Oh, yeah. this Yeah, this weight has – I'm highly troubled looking at these tiers. I'm I'm searching – the annals of flow wrestling, trying to find some other 74s to put in there. I think I actually am a little encouraged because I think there's a few talented guys in there that we can be excited about. So that's the Iowa impact. Uh, as I see it, I think it's just strictly Jacob Warner. Who are you going, Christian? Uh,
3: this is kind of off the cuff. Well, who are you going as the number two team in the country next year?
1: I think it's Iowa. It's Iowa, um, But certainly Oklahoma state. I mean, I oh, know they were 13th last year. They had three eighth placers. I just I just don't see that again. you know two years ago they had eight all Americans and a national champion. They had a really good team. I just don't see them having two years where they just never get it together. I don't see that I, and they're gonna be 10 nasty, which maybe I guess you could maybe say that for Penn State potentially. They're gonna have a potential blue chipper at every weight but um, not gonna be able to say that for Iowa, I don't think next year. So I think Oklahoma State could be, but I think. Iowa has Spencer, right? And that's just mm-hmm. such an advantage. Pence
3: led 25 points.
1: You, right you start with 25 points and then, you know, see where you wind up. So I'll say Iowa, number two right now, but certainly I'm, uh, I, I'm very respectful of Oklahoma State coming I'm, into this year.
2: I'm firmly in the Iowa's number two camp, as I said, when we did the Penn State Whiteboard War and when we did the Oklahoma State Virtual Whiteboard War that – Penn State is miles ahead of everyone else. Ohio State is a comfortable two, and Oklahoma State should be three.
1: Yes. So that's the, that's the team race as, as we see it. Uh, let's do some 174 tiers. What do you say? Tiers or tiers. Okay. So I'll read them. I'll read the first three tiers, and then we will discuss. Tier one is Mark Hall. Similar to 165, uh, there's a Nittany Lion. I'll buy their lonesome. And this is assuming, since there's no Zahid Valencian here, Yeah, no, no, Nomad's assuming that Zahid's going up. So if that happens, c- certainly, uh, yeah, Zahid's not in here. But if he was in there, he would be tier one. Would you put Zahid in a tier by himself? No. Um, no. The mark's too close. I,
2: no, I yeah. think that's right.
1: I think that's right. But I think it is a consideration. Uh, after, uh, are... after their two matches last year... You, you could say, man, maybe he's just widened it enough, but Mark Hall's just got that. Mar- Mar- I, I believe right up to the NCAA finals that Mark Hall was going to beat Zaheed for no other reason than he was Mark Hall and he just wins matches.
2: I will always pick Zaheed against Mark for basically now until the end of time, but wow. if I'm wrong every single time, I would not be surprised mm. because he's Mark Hall. It's Mark Hall. Yeah. Maybe you should pick Mark then. You should pick Mark. I, I, that's it's a good point.
1: Okay, so Mark's on his own. Tier 2, Miles Amin, Daniel Lewis, Michael Kimmer, Jordan Cutler, Chandler Rogers, slash Jacoby Smith. And then Tier 3, Taylor Lujan, Mike Labriola. I love having Labriola in there. All about that kid. So for
2: Tier 2, so for some of these weights, um, and I think that was kind of your complaint with, once I think it was 165. The way I did the tiers was like, okay, Tier 1 is national title favorite, or these are the guys that can win national title. Tier 2 is either then um, who can make the, the NCAA finals, which I believe is how this one is constructed, mm-hmm. who can face Mark Hall in national finals, or it's who are surefire All-Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for this one, it's Mark Hall is the fu- is the overwhelming favorite, and then one of Miles Amin, Daniel Lewis, Michael Cameron, Jordan Cutler, and whoever Oklahoma State rolls out will be um, his finals opponent, and then tier well, three I, is these guys should be all Americans, but it hasn't happened to Luhan yet, and Mikey Labrillo is a freshman, so for sure. Now, can I ask
3: what is what is the are there tea leaves to be read? What 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 what's the latest on Sahid? Is it just we're going with our gut? Is there was there
1: any indication whatsoever? I believe he's going up. Me too. I believe he's going up. Uh, but sure. if he stayed down, I mean it would it's not a big cut for him either. I think it's just like right. a twenty twenty choice for him to move up to one eighty-four. Now, another thing this does, another way this these lineup changes shift the team race. I mean, think about Mark Hall goes from a decided underdog to Zaheed at one seventy four to the overwhelming favorite at a weight. And the potential team points Benefit there—it's you know four to five points potentially extra for for Mark Hall's point scoring potential. So that's a another little little wrinkle in this this weight change uh, weight change of Palooza that we're that we're gonna have this season. So additionally, um, I I love Mike Labriola as I mentioned, but looking at Tier Four. I don't see a ton of potential for guys to break into that tier three, tier two. Well,
2: so here's the here's the one for me. And Nathan Wynn got a little, this, this guy got a little uh, sleeping on Lydie. He didn't even give me a chance to point out that Lydie beat um, beat Labriol twice last year at Midland, Dang. and Lighty Tidy breaks the Tidy, the the uh, mm. Miles and Mean win. We'll now he also had a bunch of losses, um, so that's why I. I was hesitant to put him in tier three with Labriola, who is an absolute blue chip recruit. I know he beat <coughs> it twice. And Lujan, who was also a blue chip recruit, number thirteen on twenty fifteen big board, and I want to talk about Lujan a little bit in a second. Why
1: are we talking about rec- why are we talking about blue chip recruits for Taylor Lujan? The guy's been in college three years.
2: <coughs> because <It's> like- <laughs> because it. This is why I wanted to talk about it. When you're number 13 on the big board and you are seated twice your first two years at, at Instant Blaze and you don't place, there starts to raise some questions in my head. I got a whole bunch of stats here. He's 5-12 and all-time against All-Americans. And now this year, we have him as, you know, I have him as number 7, um, kind of like in the power ranking. So he should be an All-American. But again, it's like he is. there's clearly a level that he has shown that he has not been able to beat.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, I, I agree with that.
2: But that that. But I was just thinking, number like, 13 on but you, Big Board in, implies that he should be in Tier 2, like, solidly oh. by now.
1: Well, yeah, I agree with that.
3: But, what if I throw you a curveball here?
1: Hunter Bolin. What? I believe I agree. Hunter Bolin. <laughs> no.
3: What if David McFadden wrestles 74?
1: I've thought about that a bunch. I just don't know why
2: he would do it. Because it actually... Works better redshirt wise for the, their team.
1: Redshirt wise, yeah. For because then Bolin, can redshirt
2: Bolin, yeah,
1: or you can wrestle Bolin. But then she doesn't need wrestle. But redshirt. it just
2: kicks the can down the road because then you, you still. What do you do with Bolin next year? Then yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't understand moving him. I don't think. I think he's a sixty-five. I think. I think he could totally move up, no problems, and be a solid all-American at seventy-four, and I think the same at sixty-five. I think he's, it's like, second or third best guy at either weight. Honestly, I he I, he, he, he literally I know, beat man.
2: Daniel Lewis at you twenty threes.
1: Yeah, but I mean Daniel Lewis' best position's top. Yeah, it's true. And as not I mean, McFadden gets away, but he's he's not great there. Miles Amin, that'd, that'd I mean, lick. and you consider Miles Amin's arc. I don't know, man. I think Miles Miles Amin is a very tough matchup I, for I McFadden. I love that kid. <laughs> he is. Excellent. Ah, man, I don't know. I don't agree. I don't agree that he's the second or third best guy at one seventy four. I think is a really tough matchup yep. because I think Kimmer's like maybe a slightly better version of McFadden and he could definitely scramble with him. I think Cutler's a tough matchup for McFadden for sure.
2: I still don't know where Kemmer slots in as far as
1: I can tell coming
2: you. up I I know, but coming up coming, coming up two weights is a little different. <laughs> coming up two weights is a little different. Um and then Cutler or er, Amin has taken some loss I mean we, we already mentioned the Lighty lost. he lost to Cutler during the year which he then eventually NCAA so during the year Amin takes some losses but I bet heavy on him at NCAAs that's why I have him number two here yeah he beat, I mean he beat Lewis in the third place match so
1: to, yeah I mean I love Kimmerer obviously I th- I think he's for sure a finalist contender I think he could be the second best guy this way and i yeah, just to put a ball on McFadden, think this would be a tougher weight for him. I think there's some really good guys in here that present very specific David McFadden problems.
0: How- are these ranked like in any order, Nomad? Or you just put them in here in the tiers? Based the, like, on who you hate the
2: most? Tier, tier 1, tier 2, and tier 3 are, are what I believe the rankings are. Tier 4, you can move around a little bit. Yeah. But that's pretty solid. But then once I get to tier 5, it's just like that's qualifier type guys.
0: Daniel Lewis?
2: Yeah, dude, going up two weights when you're not a national champion is not.
0: Didn't Chandler Rogers beat Daniel Lewis last time they wrestled?
2: He has beaten him multiple times. I don't. I but I also don't know if Jacoby is the guy. Yeah, well, Daniel Lewis can. Daniel Lewis can drop a little bit. too. I, I'm not He's, mad at he, 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 he hasn't won. He hasn't won the final match uh, at NCAA's. He's gone four six four. Which I don't know. Chandler <laughs> Rodgers was eighth last year at sixty-five. So Daniel Lewis did better at a higher weight. What? I know. I
1: don't know what that matters. <laughs> I, that's I don't like that losing your last <laughs> match every year. I mean, who did he lose to?
2: He. I'm not sure who the, the last year was mean, but I don't know who the, the yeah, previous two years were. Let's do a mean. No, I'm not saying they're bad losses. I'm just saying that con- continual trajectory of losing in the placing round. I don't. I don't personally like it Okay, it
1: raises some questions. So it would be better if they had won that match in your eyes? Duh. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Trying to figure out where you stand. Okay.
0: Chandler Rogers uh, is 3-1 and one against Daniel Lewis.
2: Then, yeah,
1: put, that's, put that's Chandler amazing. up higher.
0: Put some respect on his name.
2: So you oh, think Chandler my... should be 3? No. No, he definitely should I think should Daniel
0: not. Lewis should be lower. Okay, I, so who do you I think should be 3? I, so I, I, I don't know why
1: you hate Daniel Lewis so much. I Daniel don't. Lewis is freaking awesome. You think he's better than Michael Kimmer? He could certainly beat Michael Kemmer. I don't think so. Man, he- See, this tier two is stupid. No,
2: it's not. <clears> not <throat> not stupid, but like, it's- it. I don't it, think it's clear. It's actually really fun. I don't think it's clear.
0: I think it's- that, No, I agree, it's fun, I, we're arguing I about don't it know that, Yeah, but
3: I don't know that, any, I mean, know that any tier twos were clear. No, they're not but, clear. Some of them are. They're, I mean, that's the fun of it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I agree.
1: So let's, let's uh, pick some names of guys that we like um, that you're excited about coming this year. Brandon Womack returning All-American buried in Tier 5 by, yeah. went no by the wrestling nomad. He wasn't uh,
2: seeded and went no to it.
3: Why is he in Tier 5?
1: He was unseeded because he was bad last year, basically. Only because he was but bad he in the regular. At,
3: he a would at 65, correct? Yeah.
1: He only struggled last year during the regular season and NCAAs. Oh. And for that, Nomad buried him. Shame on you, Nomad. Um, I, but I feel like you just give him a little. I, you can't put him up there with Matt Fine, and, and and Hunter Bolin and Daniel Bullard. He's yeah. not in sure. that tier. Sure.
2: Here, I'll do it right now.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving and shaking, baby. Boom.
3: You
0: got I'm excited sh-
1: to see Anthony Mantinona. I am so. I was gonna. I'm. It was only a matter of time before someone uh, brought him up. Anthony Mantinona is a. Is an electric factory. He talks to people during matches. He's not Austin DeSanto. Talk to people during matches, but he's he's very interesting guy. There's a lot of question it? marks about him, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun ride.
3: Anthony Mantanona versus Chandler Rogers this year.
1: Oh no, that is bedlam.
2: I- <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, Anthony Mantanona is one of the m- singular most talented kids I ever saw in high school. Just like you, just watch. 30 seconds of a match like this kid he's best kid in the
1: gym and then he would yeah, lose he also to goes
2: for
1: it. he's got he's he has unbelievable physical gifts yes out of this world stuff he can do and he's got some real power behind it he's a like when he's, he put trent on his back in the first 20 seconds of flow Nats. yeah it, he's he's nasty and he's pr- pretty good on top too he's got yeah. really nice half bar stuff he, he could He's got potential. I could see him really struggling this year, too. There's a little Anthony to him, though, that worries me. Anthony? Valencia. Oh. Wow. And his name's Anthony. That kind of stuff. Marcus Coleman, Iowa State, had a really nice uh, redshirt year, as I recall. Yeah, I'm
2: really curious about him.
1: I would have put him in Tier 4, too.
2: Well, he... Those names just don't... I have issues with your Tier 4. The, the the Marcus Coleman thing, though, he didn't be – I
1: should read the tier. Bad radio. Tashan Campbell, Ben Harvey, Dylan Leidy, Johnny Sebastian, Hunter Bolin, Daniel Bullard, Matt Feinsilver, Drew Hughes.
2: Here, here are the list of Division One guys that Marcus Coleman beat last year. Quentin Rosser, Michael Aldrich, Brody Beck, Jacob Meehan, Tanner Webster, Britt Wilson, uh, Jacob Kovacs, Jesse Shear, Danny Bush, Isaac Quintanilla, Britt Wilson, Tyler Moreland. Yeah, so not, not outside a, of Moreland and Kovach and Wilson
1: <laughs> not inspirational for who sure who of those
2: guys can even start this year
3: I'll tell you who I would keep an eye on
1: Skatska yep yeah, we're, he transferred right Minnesota, yep, Minnesota. oh go first. Yeah, I <laughs> I liked Skatzka. He almost beat Bo Jordan two years ago. You could you That's could talk kinda me, like
2: the feather in his cap. You could talk me into um there not being a tier five and just everyone below the All Americans being tier four.
1: Yeah, I, cause I think a guy like Kimball Bastion for Utah Valley is he's in a lot of matches. Third
2: U twenty threes this year.
1: Really tough guy. I'm I'm another guy I'm excited. Right. He beat Joe Smith twice. Yes he did. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they and were good. Not <laughs> uh, it's Travis Stefanik for Princeton. I haven't seen him in a while, but I'm excited for him. So, yeah, this is a – okay, I have a little more hope about this weight than I did when I first read the tears. I got to Ben Harvey, no offense, at 10. I got really nervous. I started to sweat. Ben Harvey is uh, – He's a ro- he's rock solid.
2: Solid. So the <laughs> – the Shane Campbell at 9 is super high.
1: Yeah, but like 10, all those big behind him. If he wrestled. Could be. If he was at SIUE, you would have. Yeah. You would have Tashan in tier nine.
2: I
0: agree.
1: He has.
0: Yeah. He has beat. Harvey, Leidy, Sebastian, Bull, and Bullard, Silver. should he probably beat, all
2: be ranked he, ahead of he him. He beat Leidy U23s. U23s? Dude, okay. I We don't have. We don't have folk style data on. I, th- that's the only match that I have. We, we have folk pl- style, game style game data on all these games. guys. Okay, but
1: not against each other. You. Okay, you can. Not against each other. Do you know how rankings yeah. work? You you you're comparing resumes. Yes, I. Okay. You don't have to played. There, you know. There's
2: there's a resume aspect to it, and then there is a U23 a aspect. Power ranking <laughs> aspect. I just mentioned Campbell Bastion's U23. You're like, yeah, great point. And then it's like, who cares about T. Shan Campbell's when U23s are Dylan Lottie? Well, uh, yeah, w- Dylan Lighty could definitely do better than T. Well, T. Shen Campbell's Campbell. Okay. It wouldn't case shock Case in me. point.
1: Case in point. But, T. Shan Campbell doing something at U23s gets him up to number nine. Yet. Kimball Bastian beating Joe Smith twice has no impact on it whatsoever,
2: because Kimball Bastian does not. It, T. Shane Campbell, three-time qualifier, two-time seed, wrestles for a a, a good program. That See, guess it what? Is. Yeah, but guess what happens at these power programs? The kids overperform. That like except he didn't it, last year. Mm, I don't. I well, mean the year before he was he he was like well a, he's only been there a he year was like a ten seed oh, yeah. and. Did what ten seeds do? Like he scored one point five points. He was. You said he, they overperform. Yeah, because he's not actually. I don't think he's actually there. But I don't. I, I think all of those guys are about the same. Tishan, Harvey, Lighty, Sebastian are like. Shake them up, and they could all beat each other. Like I, I'm. I'm not married <laughs> to him at nine, but I just. I. I. I think that's where he. He goes. I'm not like Kyle's dying not on married. the t Tishan is nine hill, but. Kyle's yeah, not married but, either. Dylan, Dylan Knighty has a bunch of bad losses. Ben Harvey's a bunch of bad losses. Johnny Sebastian has a bunch of bad losses. Uh, Tishan doesn't have
3: Tashan bad Tashan losses. has a
2: terrible he loss. He lost to Austin Hiles.
1: He got DQ'd.
2: That's a that? loss. He, got, he
1: was losing. He got First stalled out. He stalled so much. He got, they uh, said, we have to cancel this match. All right, match. fine. Tishan's in, t- in tier five. <laughs> <He laughs> <in laughs> five.
2: Tishan's in tier five. You know what He's <laughs> tier six. Look, he's tier six. I hate Tishan Campbell. There you go. Oh,
1: He made a new tier and he put Tishan
0: in there. Listen, hold on. Hold on. Even if he had not got disqualified, fine. why
1: is it's not like he was all hey, night. Hold on! All right, I don't remember on. the
2: match. I don't remember the match. I don't remember the match. I don't remember the match. It was I don't a, remember the match. I don't remember the match. <laughs> I just know he got too cute. I just know he got too cute. So Willie, can do it I everyone. don't think he remembers Eight thirty nine. Jesus 839. Christ! All right, can
1: we move on? God, eight thirty
2: nine. You browbeat me into 839. putting T. Shannon in hey, freaking Christian, tier I'll tell six. You what, plot twist. <laughs> just, golly,
3: out of your mind. Now let's advocate for Tisha to be in tier five, and we see if we can get him a switch. Good Lord. You All right, were, here, I'm going to look at Tisha
1: Campbell's. This guy be Anthony Valencia, he should
2: absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to look at, look at, look at T- He killed Anthony
1: Valencia. Yeah. That was a mauling. I can't believe how much you hate him and don't put him in the All right tiers.
2: Tisha Campbell's best win last year was, I'm pretty sure it was. Anthony Valencia. It was probably sure it was Tony. Anthony Valencia.
0: No, it was Isaiah White.
2: Oh, that's right. He did be Isaiah. He split with Isaiah White at uh, CK, yeah. uh, CKLV. He did have this very, very, very bad run to end the year. Lost to Richie Lewis, Nick Wanzek, Alex Marinelli, Austin Hiles, Chenzo, Logan Massa. But all yeah. those guys are really so good. I think he went so almost really a month battles. without
1: winning. Okay. Now that we figured out Tushan at 840, why don't we – any other 174 thoughts?
2: Mighty can All-American this year, folks. Wouldn't surprise me. Always aggressive. Yeah, I, believe I can't that. wait
1: for Ursland to get his first. get, get that thing rolling.
2: Uh, they're on their way. His losses last year in sublates were Mark Hall
1: and Jordan Cutler. Ouch. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. But turns out all the best guys are at NCAA. But then, too. like,
2: he's lost to to Johnny Sebastian. It happens. And, and got murked by Kocher and
1: lost to Christian Brucke. So, all right. Like, Question from JJ Safarite. Sounds. JJ. Sounds like a jeweler. All right. Why is Moore not being <laughs> made right? Sounds like that's a jeweler name. Um, why is more not being made of JB's record tying pursuit of most world Olympic championships by an American held by John Smith? Which which hurts his coverage more, Rio twenty sixteen or the meteoric rise of Kyle Snyder? Because Seems more should be done here. I so here's why I think this is because one, if he gets, let's say he gets six right now, nobody is going to put him above John yet, right? You don't get to, you're not. There's not even you're not even tied with him really because when John goes six for six six in a row and you have losses in there and you have years and you know you had 2014 you didn't win you have 2016 you didn't win it's you're not it's like that's this isn't the time where Jordan cements his legacy even if he wins this year it'll be something we mentioned yep now he's tied with John but he's not above John right well two that's, that's the, a, the other cool. reason is we we know this is not the end of his run either. Yeah. We know we're, we're going to be judging him by 2018, 2019, 2020 at minimum, right? He's in through 2020. So we're going to – everyone kind of knows, all right, let's see where the dust settles. I don't think this is Rio-related, um, and it's certainly not Kyle Snyder-related. I mean, Jordan is still probably a more bigger draw, more popular than Kyle Snyder. I just think it's more of a footnote right now than, like, this isn't Cal Ripken breaking Lou Gehrig's record, right?
3: And yeah, it's not it's not Derek Jeter on tour, right? It, like, Jordan. This isn't Jordan's last go round,
2: right? The cap.
3: Now that being said, too, I mean, when I don't understand the question, kind of like, why isn't more being done about it? Like, when are we?
1: When is anybody supposed to do? What you mean? Why isn't it on ESPN or? I think he means. I think he means USA mean? Wrestling, Flow uh, Wrestling. Yeah. And he and he said he did. JJ Safarite, our favorite jeweler, said that he's like this is not a flow criticism. He's like kind of just curious why we're not making a big deal about this. I just don't.
3: It's a. It's yeah. Uh, but there's so big of a gap. I'm sure we'll mention. I'll sure. We'll, sure, yeah. we'll do something with it when you know. The, the, the problem is that Worlds was three months away from anything else. It's on its island, and, and we'll talk about it when he gets there. But you're 100% right. Uh, <clears throat> if he gets it, he ties John Smith. John probably gets the nod on uh, consecutive. Um, also, it's not Jordan's last swan. It's not a swan song. Also, not that it's not Kyle Snyder related, but I, I think we all assume – kyle to be in that mix at some point yeah you know
2: to me it's the consecutive thing the the like this is nothing against jordan burroughs but just he got a bronze and a dnp in there Um, yeah but because it's really hard to win six in a row like only seven people have done it or six people have done it like yeah but
3: if you're saying go i agree with you but if you're saying goat status and Jordan gets six, I'll still vote for John for the consecutive stuff. But if Jordan gets seven, then I I I go with Jordan.
2: The other thing is Olympic golds. John has two. Two, two for two. Jordan has one and Olympics are, are um now nah, you can take a like I know um, when Brock was here he did kind of something on Jordan and how you know it's harder now because there's multiple Soviet countries and it's line bracket and random draw as opposed to pool where like the best guy's always gonna come out um, but you could take a nuanced look and go six years or six titles eight years the, the the whole of it the the random draw aspect six losses over the course of eight years versus John also had that many losses maybe even more. So I mean, you could take a nuanced look and say that he's better, but if you just look at accomplishment, the consecutive and the two Olympic gold makes it hard to put Jordan on just raw accomplishment over. And God's
1: another match. thing you can say about it is, if you think Jordan's the goat, him, which, like you're kind of mentioning and alluding to, and Brock has done some work on this, you whether he was got six right now or not, you might. That might not influence whether you think he's the GOAT. If you think he's the greatest of all time, because yeah. there's maybe a case for it, like like we're mentioning. The, so it's like not that magical number six. You're saying, well, look at the guys he's beaten. Look at the era he's wrestled in, etc. Eras, ball, yeah, draw, ball
2: draw, cumulative scoring, same day weigh in, like lots of lots
1: Obama the, and Trump administration. Obama administrations. and
2: Trump. So there's you can absolutely make a case that that Jordan is is the GOAT. It's just I think. Yeah, the the consecutive the the two Olympic gold and the <clears throat> the fact that it's not his last year kind of maybe draw that down a little bit.
3: I still, I don't, I'm not convicted that I will say he is the goat, but I still think Baumgartner gets left out too often. What that dude did was amazing.
1: Yeah, talk about longevity. Uh, Blake Olson would Pico have won four titles if he wrestled in college right out of high school? Why did you
3: yeah, I say question. give it to him right now, just give yeah. him those four trophies. If you want to crown him, you crown him.
1: Yeah, no, I, he would not have. No, he would have been a 57. and He would have lost to Nolf, Um and Imar, probably. Imar. And if he was a 49, I'll say it. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Zane ultimately beats him. It's a much him different in folk style. match in folk style. Yeah,
2: Imar and Pico 57. Beat the ever-living hell out of each other. That would have been
1: that'd been rated R wrestling match.
3: Yeah, I, I won't even. I don't really even want to entertain the question. I think it's unfair why, it's, to. It's, I, I okay. think it's unfair to every. I mean, those guys went out and did
1: it. I mean, it's uh, just it's a hypothetical, yeah. Willie. How would Henry Cejudo would have if he had gone to college, just? Why not talk about it? The whole our entire show is hypothetical. I don't know why this is like all of a sudden I, disrespectful. Well, I don't know. I Zane think- did it.
2: I think he was helped by the fact that after his freshman year of high school, he wrestled 10, 12 matches a year. I think it did help his body hold up a little better than some guys. I mean, we have have umpteen examples of guys who were incredible prospects when they were young and then over-wrestled and their bodies fell apart. So I don't know if that would have happened to Pico, but it is in the back of my mind that, it could have contributed had he continued on, like, a regular folk style path.
1: Um, Okay. Which of the following U.S. world team members would have the best chance of winning a world title if they had to bump up a weight class? JB at 79, Dick at 86, Cox at 97, or Snyder at 125? It's pretty obvious. JB has the best chance. Um, Yeah,
3: that's my first. Snyder has the
1: second best chance. Dake has the third best chance. Jaden has the fourth. If Saj lives at ninety-seven,
3: mm, yeah. I think that uh, I think that David would have an okay chance
1: at ninety-seven. Uh,
3: we're talking Olympic weights.
1: Oh, 92, 92, Sorry, because oh yeah, I would pick. Da- I would da- I'm gonna tell you right to now. Win
3: ninety-two.
1: Right now, and he's beating No Sharifah.
3: offense, no offense to anybody. Ninety-two is not good. Ninety-two is a bad weight class.
1: Worldwide, worldwide. Okay. Sharif
2: Sharifov's the favorite, and David has beaten D-
3: David
1: him. David can win that. Yeah, David so. will win ninety-two. Uh, Adam Well <laughs> Stop laughing at Adam's last name. Jeez, the names on this show—they are interesting. We do get some. You Brad, learn some new names. Brad, Brad, C. C. Brad C. Brad C. Word. Jeez. Mike C. Wait, not that C word though.
2: Right, yeah, it's a different C word. Different guys.
1: C. <laughs> D- does end with a T, but it's not that one. Not guys, come on. How good is basic Bo Nickel? We know his scrambling funk is amazing, but his low single high card series at times look to be top of the line as well. I think his reattack stuff is honestly his his best weapon. Um yeah, he is a really good scrambler, he's really good upper body. Also has a really nice duck series as well that you kinda saw it more earlier in his career, but it's really nice. He's he could he can wrestle pretty baseline and be outstanding.
2: Yeah, he can win matches in a in a variety of ways, and uh, it's probably not highlighted because it's it's not it's like it's not sexy to oh, like high C right. So that's why it's not highlighted more because they're often not. Chris has light. a nice
1: fireman's carry as well. Yeah, he's kind of got he
2: has a lot. But is extremely well rounded. Yeah. yeah, he's very diverse. Yeah, he's not he's not just a upper body. Air quotes, Junker. Yeah. Plenty of good stuff.
1: Yeah, basic bow Nickel, very, very good. Um, we kind of touched on this uh, from Emma here, but with Bo gone from 184, is there anyone that stops Miles from winning a title? And I think we have to say Zahid Valencia yeah. would be that guy. And we've seen that match a few times in freestyle. N- never at U23s, though. Never
2: at U23s. Mm-mm. So they did have, they, I
1: do need to mention that. They did have...
2: Greg Martin was very upset at both of the folk style matches that those two had. Miles and Zahid. Yeah. He's number one. And Iron, Iron man. man. Well, <laughs> he yeah.
1: D- darn right. Um, he had a fair point, too. Yeah, those were, those were very controversial matches. But I think Zaheed and it's crazy because Miles is a national champion three-time All-American, but I think Zahid has emerged even more since that time where we're like, man, this kid's really good and he's a winner to this is like a borderline transcendent dude with he, one loss so far. He wasn't that to offensive. Hall, to Mark Hall.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was an, on a headgear pull.
1: <laughs> on a headgear pull. Now, that, that's – so, all right, just real quick, you mentioned the DQ. It's like there's th- – that's one – no, you lose because you did something bad. But if you lose on a headgear pull, if you yeah. had made that point yeah. for someone, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. You lost on a headgear pull. There's nothing, like, discernibly different between you. The, what was the Heeds losses
3: of the freshman? David was that Taylor. the only
1: loss? With true freshman or – that was red shirt, a red shirt year? He, he was undefeated. He only lost to Mark Hall. His red shirt freshman year.
2: He's been the one seed wow. the last two years.
1: He's been yeah, he's been the one wow. seed. Which
2: that I want to go back and look wow. at that when another it, deep one. If wow. he goes, if he goes, goes four one. years one seed, that's freaking hard. That might be more <clears throat> rare than four time national champ.
3: Hey,
2: obviously not as important as four time national champ,
1: but just
3: so he might end rare. up in the goat thing.
1: Well, he could be a. T- I mean, if he runs he the would, table, he might have yeah, one if he
3: loss. runs out, yeah, he might have one loss
1: ever on a headgear pull. Yeah, that's like the Lee Kemp referee's decision. His, his other, except l- it is illegal to pull the headgear into a yes. sweep single, and he did do it on purpose. And he does pull the headgear on purpose, and we've seen him do it before. Yeah. So maybe we should say, "Don't cheat," but, but
2: still, his other loss as a red shirt was to Hayden Zilmer when he was up at eighty-four. So two very huge. Senior level guys who were in Final X this year. The Jack
1: Pine Savage. The Jack yes. Pine Savage. Or is it Jackson Pine? But
2: yeah, the It's Jack Pine Savage. Okay. Yeah, okay. But, but so yeah, right, the next Jackson question. Pollock Savage. The Zahid that wrestled Miles Martin <laughs> <laughs> in Iron Man Who's Number One was not the same offensive no, force. Like not he was at all. he did not shoot at that He was rate very at all. defensive, yes. in fact. Yes.
1: Brooks wrestling. Do you think Adam Kuhn or Kyle Connell... Uh, could get an NFL training camp invite. Who else recently in Division one should out try on the league? Well, I don't know why Kyle Connell's. Why is Kyle Connell? He's 197 – He's I not think that – He's like a quarterback size. Yeah. That's like – 200 pounds is not big. I like, guess. Like, I think they just – He's just jacked. Yeah, just like, I think – I think, guys, the kid's probably 5'10". Um, Adam Kuhn? Yeah. I mean, I think –
2: I think Adam I've been Kuhn,
1: told he has legit – Didn't he have calls? I was told – Listen, this is just what I was told – I was told the Patriots reached out to him. I was actually told, who knows? This could be complete BS. That like Tom Brady actually like reached out, like Michigan, Michigan men, Michigan men connection oh my type gosh, of thing. That's so cool. I kind of hope it's true. It may not I be hope true. It's true. So
0: here, so Joe Canio, the other content marketer for us, he came from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he
1: big feeder program for Flow Wrestling, right? Obviously. <laughs> Natural connection. (laughs) But
0: uh, they have a scout there that literally just scouts non-football players.
2: Mm -hmm. European basketball, wrestlers. I doubt European
0: basketball is involved. Cricket players.
2: They specifically said – Joe specifically said European basketball. Okay,
0: cool. European basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Fine.
2: Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Rugby? Uh, Sure. (laughs) Just (laughs) let let him go.
0: go. Sorry? Sorry. Anyways. When Joe was there, like last year, he knew Joe had a wrestling background, and he was talking about Adam Kuhn. He like knew his name, knew what he was about,
1: like had this guy well scouted. Did they? What did Gabe Dean come up because he was an awesome football player? He did not. I would rather have Gabe Dean as my quarterback than Alex Smith. I'm putting it out there. That's really bad take. <laughs> <laughs> I want us to go. Yeah, I want us to run the option. CP hates Alex Smith so much. I hate, we listen. The Redskins got rid of the best quarterback they've had since I've watched them. He's better than all. He's better than Mark Rippin. I didn't get to watch Disman. He's better oh. than all of them, and they couldn't lock him up long term. It's you, a fact.
2: You're going in the way I back mean, machine it's, with it's Mark nothing. Rippin?
3: They didn't even want him. He was, like, best quarterback in franchise history? No. No? You
2: no? You're going back 30 years. Idiots! Mark Rippin, it's 25. so
1: stupid. All right. Sorry. Idiota. Uh, had, bu- a. <laughs> Had Bubba and Caldwell continued wrestling instead of MMA, who would have had the better freestyle career? It's so interesting with Bubba. Bubba Be- was
2: more accomplished.
1: Bubba was a junior world champion during a time we were not winning junior world championships, right? Like yes. he did the thing. But I'll still say I'll say Caldwell, because Caldwell, after he beat Metcalf in oh nine, made the national team. I'm pretty sure he beat Schwab and Metcalf that year. Um and then he got hurt. He went rollerblading, and then, but I th- somebody <laughs> brought
2: up when Jason Sertzis beat him as an eleventh grader at Last Chance Olympic qualifier. Yeah, he but that, I know that was post-, post-, post
1: rollerblades. It's a different person. Yeah. Um, so I would say Caldwell, but in reality, maybe it's Bubba in that he didn't have a rollerblading accident. Okay. Start out the rollerblades, kids. I love this question. Predictions for what will be the last match at NCAAs this year. So you have to think: team import or just like super juicy matchup. If it's Golly. a part of me thinks it could be one twenty-five. If 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 there's anything interesting at all. Now if Spencer's just killing everybody and he beats Dayton badly, it won't be that. But I think just like well, his insane star power. If if there's a rival in there, I think that would be an awesome one to end with. I think
0: if, if it's Spencer Dayton, exactly. Even if even if he did. Beat him seven one at the duel or something like. Both those guys have an insane star power. It's Iowa. It's Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. They're two junior world champions. I mean, that's
1: another I, thing they sometimes go for is like who is who is putting the crown on on a great career. Like they yeah. didn't do that for Zane for obvious reasons because he had eighty four. Eighty four was so obvious, right? Eighty four was just like for a million reasons last year the one you got to do.
2: I don't Either know what it is did. this year. Either they
1: did two eighty five. Uh no. Oh yeah, yeah, they did do two eighty five. It should have been eighty four.
2: Team race will not be a thing this year. So <sighs> in my opinion, you should not do you should not have the last match be based on team race. Obviously anything with one twenty five is dependent upon if Dayton or Sariano goes there. As far as capping a career, you have Nolf, Bo.
1: Yeah, they ended with Snyder Kuhn. I guess theoretically the title could have been on the line there. It would if, have been if, if Miles, Miles had beaten Nicola It would have been right. If Miles had won, or if Mark, uh, or if Imar uh, had won, yeah, it would have come down but to the, heavyweight. The
2: theory there is making the three-time champ, four-time finalist, go third is like insulting.
1: Yeah. There's going to be, I mean, or second. Excuse me, second. You know, you know Zahid Valen, or uh, excuse me, Zane Rutherford. You know, he's a Three no, time undefeated guy.
3: That was a great pick. It could have came down to heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. We were in, we were in Cleveland.
1: We were in the land. And they'd had, well, yeah,
0: Kuhn, they'd had two epic matches too. Kuhn had beaten Snyder. I know that was the worst of the. Snyder went, went the toe series. drag uh, to beat him in overtime in this like epic.
1: That was match. an unbelievable heavyweight match. The big t- their big ten final. Um, so yeah, what what are we saying? What's it going to be this year? Let's let's do process of elimination, right? There's no way it's gonna be heavyweight, right? Right. Yeah. Correct. I don't th- no. I don't see any way it's ninety-seven unless no, I don't see it being ninety seven. No. Unless Jacob Warner's the truth and, and
2: maybe yes. it's Warner Nickel, that would be kind of insane. You could go, but I'm saying you could go ninety seven with Career Capper.
1: Yeah, you could go Nickel. career capper, but you could also do that with Nolf. Eighty four has a strong possibility with Zaheed Miles. I could see that for sure. I could see yeah. eighty four. I don't see sixty five. No, I don't see no, 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 no. forty-one well, at all. No, I mean Yanni. Yanni who? who Yanni who? You put it at the last. The kid's a sophomore, going for his second. Yeah. Again, I mean, it be could be a cool Ironman, match. Ironman maybe. Yeah, Yanni Ironman. I, I mean, I that's, put
2: forty-one over like 33, 65.
1: <laughs> well, thirty-three. What if it's Gross Suriano? What if it's Dayton Suriano? What if it's Gross Dayton? I don't think they put any of those. Dude, lines. I w- man Gross. I would love that. Gross Soriano. Gross Soriano,
0: if they I, haven't hit each other and they've just been like destroying everybody, because I don't know where they would hit. I don't think they're, they they yeah, would yeah, hit anywhere. Yeah, right. Dude. So that would be pretty awesome. That's kind of. And I mean, would, I want that match. Nice I just don't think to, they're going to end on it. I
1: would end on it. Would
3: it would be nice to, you know, it would be cool to have a South Dakota State as a finale.
1: Yes. I would love that. 49 I can see, two returning I could see twenty-five. I could see 84 if it was Zahid and, and Miles. Not 49 for sure. And I don't, you know, no disrespect to Nolth, but why would, unless someone emerges at 57, it would be really anticlimactic to end with 57.
2: Yeah. My my vote right now is 84. Yeah, mine <sighs> too.
1: I kinda, I'm kind of hoping, I'm hoping it's 25.
0: I'm, 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 I'm hoping, hoping a you know, is a thing. you know that something will 20, emerge. 25 and 33 just have like, so many different variables it could be though yes. cuz it just depends on what way Dayton and Serrano go
3: something will happen right something will a storyline will emerge throughout the course of the season cuz i mean <clears throat> you know if Kyle would have if Kyle would have beat Adam Kuhn handily 3 times last year it might not have been a good one to end with i still think right like on it. if if Kyle wins 4-0 every time they probably don't pick that to be the end, but the way it played out, it became a good.
0: If it's becoming just like sending off these seniors, I don't want. I'm out. I yeah, I don't want. I'm out. Just in with heavyweight. Thing. Yeah.
1: I don't want a senior send off. I want to end with that heat. with Right. Freaking McGregor Mayweather, the the heavyweight match, something, something awesome. Um, but why not? But
0: why
2: because not? we don't want to end with. With but the, okay, but you have to think okay, but hold on, but yeah. you, you have to think about who is controlling the strings there. They want this goes all the way to the top, boys. <laughs> <So No>. ESPN, <laughs> ESPN, wants. Why would they name. not want the fire at the end? Because what? they want name cachet. They want. They want. They want the big school. They want the the, the three time champ. They We didn't they
3: want say the, what was going to happen. We didn't say what was going to happen. We said what we want.
2: All right. I know. I, I just. I, I'm, how long attention.
1: will Nomad's hate Dude. for Iowa go on? asks Iowa Wrestling Two. Is Michael Kimmer the next victim?
2: Yeah,
0: apparently. Yes. I think so. I have Kimmer's so next. I have a follow up to this. Someone on Facebook asked how long he would last in Iowa City. You know, we talked about the like, cities he I, would die in. Well, he survived
1: there pretty well. Yeah, but that was before he was like well-known Hawkeye hater. Is their point? That's true. He's really cemented himself as the wow. biggest Hawkeye hater ever. Nope. Because that was well
2: after the calling them stupid for saying Spencer Lee at yeah, 13. Yeah, but we even, like,
0: that. come on here and been
2: like, you're a Hawkeye hater. Blah, 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 but now like, we've really now that, that was when Yeah, everyone's that's, really catching that's on true. now. But that's when they identified me as a, as a Hawkeye hater. Yeah, but that, I called them
1: stupid. They needed a preponderance <laughs> of, of evidence. They didn't quite have it then. Now people ask about it every show. Every show. <laughs> everyone's like— It is incredible. That—Rent Free. Yeah. Um, so I think Kimer is next. Frankly yeah, and I absolutely. think Michael Watch Tucker, out, Jacob
2: Warner, you could be next.
1: Yeah. He might like Jacob because I have, I, he's,
2: have f- I have outright said Jacob Warner will not make the finals this year. He sh- he Oh, okay that's um, a double hate because he hates <clears throat>
1: Illinois where Jacob Warner's from. <laughs> yep. And Accurate. also he hates Iowa. So is he the most hated wrestler
2: here? Hated yeah, in, my brain? Wrestler in your brain, yeah. In my brain, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay. Crap. Sorry, Jacob. Um what current what two current head coaches would you like to see wrestle, and what two coaches all time would you like to see wrestle? And obviously, who would win those matches? Um, current head coaches, we would like to see wrestle.
2: Tom Ryan and Tom Brands.
1: Come on. Tom Brands would Yeah. Um, Tom Brands John Smith. Tom Brands John Smith would be awesome. <laughs> we go, guys, you don't have to do a full match? One-1-1. One, one. It's fine. Um, how about How about Bono Schwab? Those guys can still kind of go. Awesome. Right? You yeah. Know, like, or yeah, Bono Cola rematch. Oh, Dapper. that's it. It's Bono Cola. Yeah, actually, it's Bono Cola. It's actually that one.
2: But make them do a pull-up contest first.
1: Yeah, that could be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. Bono says he does pull-ups. No, all, all he more. does is pull-ups. No, he does pull-ups, dips, and push-ups. I started just doing that too.
3: I would like to see Zeke Jones against Joel Greenlee.
1: Oh, oh gosh. that would be good. <laughs> A nice style clash and also R.I.P. Zeke Jones. Um we kind of uh, I would also like to see I'd like to see
3: Bourmet against maybe Damien Hahn. What?
1: <laughs> what? Damien <laughs> Hahn's ha- like sixty pounds bigger <laughs> than him. Damien do you very only big. Wa- do you know how big Damien Hahn is? <laughs> Damien Hahn. Uh, Bourmet
0: might or? be better. Eggman, no,
1: Eggum's too yeah, big. To, guys, big Sean no, like, not that big.
2: Yeah, Eggum's pretty,
1: pretty big. Bormette's right. like a 57-65. Eggum's like a 97. And Eggum is huge and still insanely yeah, yeah, jacked. he's jacked. Eggum uh, Han. That would be good. Yeah, there you go. That would be, that'd be pretty spicy. When is Willie going to walk back his er- egregious comment about Mark Schultz having an overrated college career, asks Eric Casey.
3: Well, Eric Casey... Uh, never, because I didn't say that. Yes, she did.
1: What? You literally Willy,
3: said those not, words. You you,
0: you said <laughs> the Schultz brothers, as far on, as call dressing on, goes, are on, overrated. All
1: time overrated. Willie. Yes, you yeah. did. How many? T- you can't. Are you guys backwards. missing this too? Are you flipping was, a switch? It was
3: in. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the context. We didn't know, man.
1: Wait, all right, here, me, hold, on, hold on. Let me. I just want to. I know what I wrote, Willie. All right, I'm gonna start over. I said this person asked, <laughs> "Take back the egregious take about Mark Schultz having an overrated college career." Are you denying that you said that Mark <laughs> Schultz had an overrated college career? Are you denying that you uh, said that? Because that's what no, he's I'm asking not, about.
3: No, I'm not denying that, that I said that. Well, are Are you guys so stupid that you don't get what the context was,
1: Willie? You said that the Schultz brothers were all-time overrated. This person is asking, are you going to walk back Mark Schultz being overrated in college? No. Wow. No, I'm not. I, I, cannot, I cannot wait to get this video file and literally I want to sit down and watch it with you and listen to you deny this question juxtaposed with this tweet you sent. <laughs> what are, the Schultz brothers as uh, crowdbusters were all-time You're amazing. asking
3: me if I'm going to walk it back. You're asking me over... I didn't say that. I didn't
1: say it.
0: Yes, you did. You did say
1: that they were all-time overrated. I know that. What is not connecting in your brain? Because
0: because when we first asked you about it, you denied it just a second ago.
3: I didn't say that they were overrated in the sense... That the comment was made in the sense of... uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Wow. You guys are trying way too hard. You're trying way too hard.
1: Willie. No, this no, baby. This, this <laughs> is the same one of those things. You know, you know what the conversation was. The <clears throat> conversation was
3: top ten all time, and everybody's saying, "Kerry McCoy and Mark Schultz and this guy and that guy Carrie Kerry Collette. No, no, Mark Schultz is not on the top ten list. That's over. You're overrated. You're over. No, no, no. Not you're over nominated. That's not.
1: That was. That's not over- even nominated. the conversation. That's not even the conversation. Yes.
3: For two days, that's all that people were talking about. that That's thats a genesis of that.
1: You said all time overrated, as in they've been overrated for forever, not just when we started talking this top 10 conversation.
3: No, it was all top 10 related. And if you can't realize that, then you're just just—you're just fishing. Uh, I am not going wh- to. Walk- <laughs> <laughs> I think we got one, boys.
1: I think we got a not former gonna, 103 Power. Uh, Check him out.
3: Look, no, the question is.
1: <laughs> this is an Easton Lipper. Am I
3: going wa- to walk it back? No, I'm not going to walk it back because it's a fact. He's not top ten.
1: Well, yeah. All right. Well, you're – you said they were
2: overrated. Um, This caused me to do one of my favorite pastimes, which is searching one of my flow wrestling coworkers and a specific, like, random word. At William Flow, overrated. Funny results. So Who else is overrated? Prince. Yeah, Prince. uh, QBs are overrated. (laughs) December first,
1: 2014. (laughs) You said quarterbacks are overrated? That's a really stupid take. What, what was the context uh, of that?
2: He said Stanley Kubrick is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: he is. Oh, my uh, gosh.
2: He said Clay Matthews is overrated. That's
1: true. Clay, Clay uh, Matthews is
3: way overrated.
2: He said YBR, Yalas Rodriguez is overrated. Massively. Uh,
1: he, I don't know. Something that Dennis Young said yeah, was something overrated. Something that
2: Dennis Young said is overrated. Yeah. Wow, good stuff. That was quite. I'm,
3: I'm right, on like everyone. I can... The only one that was wrong was maybe quarterbacks. I don't know what that was in reference to.
2: Yeah,
1: it could have been. Could have been.
3: Name one. one that was wrong on that list.
1: Quarterbacks and quarterbacks. Um, Mark Schultz is pro- properly rated, in my opinion. I don't think there was a large clamor for him to be in the. It, music system. is a really hard. Thing it was to say overrated. Christian, there was, just that like tweet was literally opinion. in
3: response. What are you talking about? That tweet was literally in response to somebody asking him for be on the goat list.
1: So how can you say it, it's not related? Why does it take Iowa so long to announce their schedule? Well, it's not just Iowa. Why does it
0: take every team so long to There's, announce? Their schedule. I mean, half the schools, uh, D one schools,
1: schedules aren't out. Look
3: at that's Matt McDonough's burner account.
1: Shane, <laughs> he could have come up with a better. <laughs> hey, Matt, you you could just yeah. I would just I would McFarland maybe your last name instead of McDonough. No, so I think, I think. It's, it's a wrestling thing, right? This doesn't happen in NCAA football because big no. buis- it's big business. If we were big business, if it was big time, called they'd have been out long before, but no one's pressing them. The athletic departments aren't like, get this schedule done. We need to do this so we can do season tickets and all this nonsense. They don't have that, which is it's kind of symptomatic of where wrestling is right now in the NCAA landscape. In the last week or two, I have seen
2: uh, – so I went to – I went to JMU. JMU announced their 2025 FBS opponent. I'm seeing tweets about uh, <coughs> the Big Tens rotating Wait, you 2025's. went to JMU? Yes. The Big Tens I mean, rotating, you know rotating 2025 schedule for, for their football. It, it, football is crazy said in advance. But I do think – I think that's a good point, Christian. But I do think now season tickets is and, and mat side seats and, and things like that are becoming a little more common, so – Hopefully that gets sussed out sooner rather than later. Please. Why? Suss.
3: Why though? Why? Why don't? Why? Why is it that hard to get your schedule together?
2: Uh, they, a lot of it, I think, is so like Big Ten teams. A lot of it's Big Ten the setting the TV schedule, and, and it seems low priority to set a wrestling. TV the
1: coaches schedule. are the ones that are doing the schedule. They're tr- they I mean, it's they're bargaining to get the weekend set just right. They want to have. Uh, there's. It's kind of a negotiation. Yeah. Right. Where we'll go when. How does this match up with this weekend? How does this work with our periodization? It's a it's a puzzle that they're trying to put I'm together.
0: Sure. A lot of schools, too, are having to work with men's and women's basketball because you're competing in the same facility.
2: Volleyball. A lot of, lot of schools have volleyball. I right just also. I
1: don't know. Man. But that's it's a sep- it's it September. It might carry
0: over a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't have Iowa, Oklahoma State and Penn State. It's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. The season's in two months. It's actually it's egregious.
3: I know. That's what I'm saying. It's September. There's literally season, a... The season ended, let's say the season ended April 1st. April, May, June, July, August, September. I mean, half a year. They just still haven't figured it out. There's,
2: there's literally a thread on BWI. When does the PSU schedule normally come out? And the Tom McAndrew guy who runs the uh, Blue and White Illustrated Forum for Penn State has, for the last 20 years... The date that Penn State's schedule came out, which is patently absurd that you have that information, (laughs) but it's 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 anywhere between late July and like beginning of September.
1: All right, so hey, we're within we're in that time frame. We're in that time frame.
2: Hey, so we're getting we're getting close to the end. A couple teases for for because I like to do my teasers. Okay, number one. Watch who's number one on to show Willie and I did yesterday. Where your coach should be on Saturday, and I believe we'll have an accompanying article that I'll probably do today. Probably that.
1: I hope so. I'll
2: write it today. Well, I thought the plan. Run- well, yeah, and then we're gonna hit that Friday 8 p.m. sweet spot. Well, no, if I if I write it today, we can run it. We can run it like six or eight, and then. That's
1: what I just said. Oh, yeah. it's Thursday, yeah.
2: And then, I was working on this yesterday, but I, they're not done. Hodge Power Rankings for next week, or save it for later.
1: Uh, I'm all in on hodge talk. Love love a good hodge talk. Really?
0: Hodgepodge of hodge talks.
1: Hodgepodge hodge talks. Um, all right, Travis in the command center control room. You can play play our outro music brought to play you by by Asics. No, I like it. I like it. I like just I like saying your name, Travis. Travis <laughs> Peter, famed production mastermind at Flow Sports. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Thank you to Willie Sailor for always spicing up the show. Thank you for Wrestling Nomad for your 40th through 45th minutes and doing the cheers. <laughs> you guys completely Thank you broke to Kyle my brain freaking with brain. Thank you to Kyle Bracky for carrying us. the you Flow football. This man came yeah. in for FRL. He's going to get on a plane to Atlanta, Georgia for the Freedom Bowl, which will have a lot of good high school football. If you like that, check it out.
0: Friday night, all day Saturday, 12 teams from around the country. Four top 25 teams. About 53 star and above prospects. All in the
1: name of freedom. Thank you to ASICS for sponsoring Flow Wrestling Radio Live and wrestlers worldwide. Thank you for giving Dagestan those cool blue ASICS shoes that they all wear. Um, That was cool of you. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Lord willing. Thanks guys. See you next time.